Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So, okay, recap for me. Our school theme this year is... Do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he tells you. Okay. Do whatever he tells you. This is Mary speaking. This is Mary speaking. What I want to kind of do this morning is I want to kind of give like a, like a mod, I want to kind of modify the school theme, so to speak, just ever so slightly, not for the whole year, just kind of reflecting slightly different on it because of the gospel we just had. The gospel that we just heard. What's the scene? What do we call that gospel that we just heard? It's the what? It's the, it's the mystery of the rosary. What is it? Maddie. The Annunciation. The Annunciation. Very good. We got that beautiful painting, the Annunciation, on the third floor uh, in, the, in the middle school floor of, of, the, uh, of the school. That beautiful image of Mary sitting on her bed. She's got all that fabric all over and that beautiful beam of yellow golden light, that depiction of Gabriel coming to her, right? Okay, so school theme, do whatever he tells you. I want to have us reflect this morning on Mary um, and have the theme for today's Mass be do whatever she does. So we've been reflecting this whole year, do whatever he tells you. Today we're doing, do whatever she does. So say, do whatever she does. Do whatever she does. And the she, of course, that we're talking about is that lady up there, right? We're talking about Mary. Do whatever she does. So we can ask the question, in this gospel, what is she doing? What is she doing? I'll put it quite simply. She is letting the Lord in. She's letting the Lord in. She's letting the Lord into her whole life. She's letting the Lord into her womb. She's letting the Lord into her heart. She's letting the Lord into every aspect of her life. She's letting him in. Letting him in. What's the responsorial psalm that we just sang? We just sang it together, right? From, the, from, psalm, from psalm 24. The reverse that we just said. Let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. Let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. So I, I want you to imagine right now like, like a door. Maybe like the front door of your house. Why, why do we lock doors? Anthony, why do we lock doors? So people don't get in, right? So you're sleeping at night. All your family's there in bed. You lock the doors because, I don't know, you want to make sure that you're all safe inside. Like over at the school, right, all the doors are locked throughout the day. We lock the doors to keep us safe, to keep the people we want inside in. And with the people we don't want in, we keep those people out, right? It's very, very important, right? We have very, very strict rules about, you know, you as students, you never open doors for anybody, right? That's a very, very important rule. We lock doors to protect, to keep ourselves in and to keep people out. Like, I remember as a little boy, as a kid, if my parents ever left to, if I ever was left at home, right, the, the, the rule was very intense. My parents would be very strict. They'd say, don't open the door for anybody. Don't open the door for anybody. Doorbell rings, don't open the door, right? Keep them out. Whoever it is, keep them out. But we have in the gospel, in the psalm, we're hearing the Lord say, let the Lord enter. He is the king of glory. He's the king of glory. So I want you to imagine right now, I want you to imagine right now, if it helps maybe close your eyes, I want you to picture a very long hallway, 
a very long hallway with doors and rooms on the right side and on the left side. Maybe like a hotel hallway, right? You got a long corridor, doors on all the sides of the hallway, all the way down. And what's behind those doors? What's inside those rooms? Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's different parts of your life. It's behind this first door, maybe it's, it's, the, uh, it's your, your, your life as a student, how you perform in school, how you apply yourself in homework, and how you do on tests. And so behind that first door, it's your life as a student. Then maybe on the next door, it's, it's your relationship with your siblings, that whole world. Then the next door, it's your relationship with your mom and dad, how you are as a son, how you are as a daughter. Then behind the next door, down the hall, it's, it's your athletics, right? Your, your involvement in sports, how you are as a, as a teammate. Maybe behind the next door, down the hall, you've got your hobbies and activities, things you like to do. Like inside that whole room is, is your hobbies, your activities. Then you've got maybe down the next door, you've got in that room is, is like what you do, what your internet usage or your phone usage, what you're using your phone for, what you're using the internet for, what you're looking at, what you're viewing, what you're searching. Right? All through this hallway, you've got all these different doors and inside those rooms are different aspects of your life. Now I want you to imagine that Jesus is standing there in the hallway with you. And he wants a tour. He wants to see inside these rooms. And there's some of these rooms, some of these doors that you have no problem opening. You feel very proud, very comfortable letting Jesus into this particular room. Yeah, sure, Jesus, come on in. This is, this is called my student room. This is where I am. This is where I perform really well on tests and I study really hard. Aren't you proud of me in this room? And then maybe the next room is you've got like your, your athletic room, right? You've got trophies and ribbons and, and medals. And you're proud to show that off. But I would imagine that there's some rooms, some parts of our lives, that maybe we're a little bit more reluctant to let Jesus into. Especially as we get older. Right? There's definitely some spaces, some aspects of our lives, especially as we get older, that, that we just kind of put the keep out sign on the door. And we just kind of settle into this sort of way of thinking that there's just going to be parts of my life that Jesus stays away from. There's just going to be parts of my heart, there's just going to be parts of my life that faith, the church, relationship with Christ that just the Lord doesn't get to have a say about. We post the do not enter sign. Friends, if Mary's teaching us anything today, it's watch what happens when you let him enter into everything. The reason why we keep him out of anything is because we're, we're so afraid of what will happen when he steps in that room. We're afraid that he's going to make our life miserable. We're afraid that he's going he's to take over control. He's going to be a tyrant. He's going to be someone who makes life hard or he's going to make unrealistic demands of us. Or if he comes into that room, he's going to shame us or condemn us. That's not Jesus. That's not Jesus. That's not the Lord. There's only one accuser, and that's the enemy. The Holy Spirit convicts us, sure. There's parts of our lives where he convicts us and says, this, this really has to go because it's taking life from you. Friends, if Mary's teaching us anything, she's showing us what happens when we open up all the doors, we hold nothing back, and we say, you can come into everything. 
You can come into everything. You can explore everything. You can take control of everything. Mary shows us what life looks like when we let Him close. When we do what we said in that psalm, let Him enter. Let Him enter. So here's the invitation as we get closer to Christmas, friends, especially today, right? Today we have the opportunity. We're going to be bringing Jesus into the school, right? We're going to have adoration in the school chapel throughout the day. We're going to let the Lord enter into our school. And as you have time with Jesus today to be with Him in prayer, maybe a good question to reflect on is, what parts of my life, what rooms have I decided Jesus doesn't get to come into? What parts of my life, what aspects of my life have I just simply decided this is a room, this is a part of my life that Jesus doesn't get to come into? And then you want to ask the question, what do I think would happen if he did? Do I, do I imagine that he's just going to come in there with judgment and harshness or do I imagine that he's going to come in there like a bully and shame me or condemn me? Do I imagine he's going to come in there and say, this is all got to go right now? What do you imagine is going to happen if you let him into that one part of your life or those few parts of your life that you're afraid to let him into? I want us to spend some time with this question because Christmas is the story of God entering into creation because he wants to get into your world, your whole world, your whole heart, your whole life, every part of you. He wants into all of it. Because he wants to magnify it. He wants to transform it. He wants to elevate it. That's what he does. So friends, I want us to take that opportunity, parents included, teachers included, to take that opportunity. Picture that hallway. Picture those rooms. Picture those parts. What rooms, what doors have the stay out, the keep out sign posted on the outside? I know I got them. (laughs) I got a few. I'll just be honest. (laughs) What are we going to let him into today? That's the question. Amen.